Namaste to all. Welcome to Easy Ayurveda Gurukula episode uh, 24. Uh, welcome to all our participants, our Easy Ayurveda family, to this uh, particular session. Today we have uh, Dr. Vishnu Priya with us. So, on uh, behalf of all of us and uh, Easy Ayurveda, may I take the privilege and honor of welcoming Dr. Vishnu Priya to Easy Ayurveda Gurukula. Dr. Vishnu Priya. Namaste and uh, welcome to Easy Ayurveda Guru. So before uh, I hand, hand it over to Dr. Vishnu Priya, may I briefly introduce our uh, guest speaker uh, to all of us. So Dr. Vishnu Priya Sitaram, so very good uh, teacher and uh, Ayurveda practitioner today amidst uh, uh, with us. So presented uh, many papers at the various state, national and uh, international uh, uh, seminars and conferences related to a wide array of uh, topics, including uh, aortic uh, arthritis and other uh, diseases so mainly i would like to highlight a paper so that is uh, which was presented on uh, the topic ayurveda management of uh, chagas disease uh, with the special reference to krimija hrudroga which was awarded as the best paper and also ayurveda management of bell's palsy with uh, lashana rasayana that was also uh, considered for the third place amongst uh, wide competition. So Dr. Vishnupriya has published uh, many articles in various journals related to Bell's palsy, Amavata, multiple system atrophy, etc. So that shows uh, a researcher in Dr. Vishnupriya and also an explorer. So going deep into the Ayurvedic basics and also dealing with many diseases uh, clinically with Ayurveda basics, treatments, therapies and uh, medicines and lifestyle modifications. So currently working as assistant professor in the department of uh, Thai Chikitsa at uh, Danvantri Ayurveda College, Siddhapura, in Karnataka. So today, uh, Dr. Vishnupriya will be presenting uh, uh, a case study. So as a part of the presentation, the topic will be Ayurveda management of uh, plantar psoriasis, a dual case report. With a brief introduction, without wasting any time, uh, let me hand over the desk to Dr. Vishnupriya Sitaram. So to take over and uh, present her case. So Dr. Vishnupriya, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, for the warm welcome. And uh, good evening to all the participants of this uh, uh, session. And uh, I'm actually having this uh, good privilege to be part of this uh, ECIR with the family. So without further delay, let us uh, move on to the uh, topic. Uh, so without further delay, let us uh, move on to this uh, topic, which is Ayurvedic Management of Plantar Psoriasis, a dual case report. So here I'll be dealing with the case report where uh, they are uh, the patients are actually the siblings of the same family and they had uh, shared the uh, same history and uh, same uh, clinical features so i just wanted to uh, try the same medications in both of them and uh, interestingly there was uh, some uh, remarkable improvement in the symptoms so i just thought to present that as a case here so moving on to the contents of uh, today's presentation i'll be dealing with the brief introduction to psoriasis and the skin layers and also about what exactly is palmoplantar psoriasis, the etiologies that may cause this, and the triggering factors of it. And uh, the dual case reports, as I have mentioned, and uh, the intervention that I have used in this uh, particular case. And uh, about the probable mode of action of this intervention and the conclusion of this uh, entire uh, PPT. So that is it. So here, talking on to about the palmoplantar psoriasis, this is a form of psoriasis that affects the uh, palms of the hands and also soles of the feet as the name suggests and uh, the characteristic feature of this palmoplantar psoriasis is about the epidermal hypoplasia that means the number of cells 
present in epidermis will get increased and along with that there is dermal infiltration of immune cells that means the immune cells also get increased in the dermal layers so that is the characteristic features of uh, this kind of psoriasis okay so uh, psoriasis uh, there are different types of psoriasis uh, as we all know there are erythrodermic psoriasis maybe scalp psoriasis nail psoriasis gutted psoriasis inverse psoriasis pustular psoriasis so there are different types so uh, today's topic of discussion would be palmoplantar psoriasis that is why i have not included any of these in this uh, presentation so basically in the psoriasis condition there would be formation of plaques so what exactly is a plaque plaque is actually a well circumscribed solid elevated lesion which is more than 1 cm in diameter length being more than the depth of the lesion so that is the basic description about what exactly is a plaque as the uh, slide uh, presents there is a figure presented here so here it shows about the different layers of the skin and what are the presentations so here at the topmost layer which is the epidermis you can see the old dry skin flakes so this is the particular or characteristic feature of uh, plaque psoriasis so here uh, there would be dry skin flakes on the epidermis and at the dermal layers and in, uh, other layers there would be thickened epidermis and uh, then there is also overproduction of white blood cells so these are the basic things that can happen in a psoriatic lesion so now telling about what all are the etiologies that may cause psoriasis so one thing is immune stimulation of the epidermal keratinocytes so whichever sites or whichever cells are present in the epidermis is known as keratinocytes so when there is any kind of immune stimulation due to some kind of triggering factors or something some infections or whatever it is so this may actually trigger the immune response in that and there may be some uh, changing changes in that uh, sites so that is the uh, one of the cause for uh, psoriasis another cause is family history so uh, family history in the sense if the person has any first degree relative or second degree relatives of uh, the same complaints there might be chances that the person is getting susceptible to this disease so that is one thing but still the person is saved if at all the person is resorting towards patya ahara and vihara then there is no chance of developing the disease but in case if he or she fails to do it then there is always a chances of uh, popping up of this psoriasis condition so that is one thing and uh, another uh, researchers recent researchers have proved that there is always chances of developing psoriatic lesions if the sibling of the family is having this complaint so that is uh, one of the recent researches that has happened okay now talking about the genes so there are several genes also that may cause uh, gene mutations that may happen that results in psoriasis like for example hlacw6 is one uh, type of gene mutation and also talking about human leukocyte antigens like hlab16 17 27 39 all these are triggering factors of uh, this psoriasis development and lastly it is the environmental triggers that can cause this uh, psoriasis so talking about the triggers what exactly is a trigger so trigger is the thing that is uh, the exact cause for psoriasis so basically if a person is susceptible to psoriasis but still if they resort towards patyahara and viharas there is no chance of developing this disease as i said before but if there is any kind of triggering factors like say injuries sunburns or any kind of infections then there is always chances of popping up of this recessive 
thing that was present in the body. So that is known as a trigger. So here talking about the triggers of psoriasis, it might be injury. So injury, it doesn't mean like it is a blunt injury or a sharp injury. No or external trauma no the injury that is mentioned here is about the scratch or itching a kind of uh, actions that the patient does and cause the removal of the plagues or whatever and it may trigger the psoriatic lesions so that is one trigger second trigger is about the sunburns so sunburns are also another cause for uh, psoriatic lesions so sunburns as the uh, complaint says it is caused due to the excessive uh, variations in the temperatures and this may leads to the variations in the skin as well and that leads to the psoriasis that is another trigger third thing is about hiv infections so as we all know if there is HIV infections, there is always chances for getting uh, immunocompromised. So if the immunity is reduced, then again, yes, there is pro pro uh, possibility for developing a psoriatic uh, lesion. So that is it. Then fourth is a beta hemolytic streptococcal infection. So while asking for the history of this uh, psoriatic uh, lesions, we need to specifically ask if the patient has undergone or underwent any treatment in the past for any of the streptococcal infections if yes then again we have to think that the immunity might have been produced due to the medications or because of the infection and that might have led to the development of the psoriatic lesions so that is it now talking about the medications yeah in medications it is always like there are uh, some uh, people some patients who have developed psoriasis after the taking of beta blockers or like lithium medications Lithium medications are used in uh, psychiatric complaints. Yeah. So after the uh, lithium medications also people develop psoriasis and uh, the corticosteroids history. So all these things are triggering factors for uh, psoriasis. Then telling about the emotional stress is yes. last. We should not uh, avoid the uh, asking of this emotional stress in psoriasis patients. So there might be some kind of emotional stress that they have underwent in their uh, previous uh, days or it may be due to the mild psoriatic presentations which they were stressed about and later on it had uh, turned to be a chronic case and the emotional stress also might have doubled up because of these uh, external appearances. So there may be a number of reasons why they are actually having this emotional stress. So that is one uh, triggering factor. Then is about the <clears throat> alcohol or tobacco smoking so this is also yet another cause for uh, the psoriatic uh, lesions and uh, last but not the least it is the obesity so obesity also is another cause for psoriasis because when there is obesity again there is uh, immunity being affected in many ways and uh, that is also another uh, triggering factor uh, for uh, psoriasis so basically all these causes are actually uh, reducing the immunity and that is actually triggering the psoriatic uh, lesions. So that is it. So moving on to the extensive pathology of this uh, disease. So I have already mentioned what all are the triggering factors. So it might be a trauma, infection, stress, whatever. So it may affect the keratinocytes. So keratinocytes are the cells that are present in the skin layers. So these keratinocytes are getting stressed and because of that there would be an activated dendritic cell and this produces these cells like TNF which is tumor necrosis factor alpha and intraleukins 17 all these things causing inflammation and because of this inflammation there is always a chance of developing immune cells and uh, like increased number of immune cells. So because of this immune cells uh, increasing in the number there 
there is always a chance for cytokine production and these cytokine production activates the keratinocyte deviation division which is like uh, which is the increase in the number of keratinocytes so that is what is depicted in this picture the keratinocytes uh, number has been increased and uh, at last there will be formation of the plaques which i have already mentioned previously so the plaques are also formed so this is the entire pathology of uh, psoriasis so now we'll uh, move on to the case so this is actually uh, a case of uh, i said there is uh, two siblings and uh, they were complaining of the similar kind of uh, presentation clinical presentations and uh, uh, that is why i have clubbed the case into one so the main complaint was patients were complaining of dry flakes below the feet associated with severe burning sensation and pain since one month so that was the presenting complaint so talking about the associated complaints they had disturbed sleep loss of appetite since one month so uh, that might be probably because of this uh, pain uh, burning sensation and pain and uh, talking about the history the patients aged were 11 years and 13 years apparently was well before two years of their age and uh, then they started developing the dry flaky lesions which come off the skin on wearing socks or putting off the blankets so that is one thing that they have revealed and after that they had approached many of the allopathic physicians and homeopathic practitioners as well but they just found some symptomatic relief apart from that they didn't have a permanent relief from this condition and uh, the condition exaggerates more and uh, the, uh, when the condition is exaggerated more, they present with severe kind of pain, intolerable, such that they could not place the feet also on the ground. So that was it. And they have spe specifically mentioned that this complaint aggravates during the monsoon seasons and winter seasons as well. And the symptoms reduce after the above said seasons are gone and the next seasons have come, but not fully absent. So that is one thing that they have revealed. So talking about the personal history they were saying that their appetite has been reduced and they were resorting towards a diet which is a mixed diet mixed diet in the sense they have uh, the habit of taking both non-veg and uh, veg uh, foods so that is one thing that they revealed talking about the bowels uh, it is soft regular stools and the sleep was disturbed probably due to the pain and uh, mixturation five to six times a day habits uh, nil and uh, talking about the family history, there was no history of any skin ailments in any of the family relatives apart from the uh, siblings. And talking about the medication history, as I've said, uh, they had met many allopathic physicians and all. So they were given with some corticosteroid topical creams and along with that, they were uh, administered with the uh, citrusine tablets as well. So before moving on to the diagnosis, let me say, before uh, uh, thinking about the diagnosis of any condition that is pertaining towards the feet, you need to consider many diagnoses apart from these uh, uh, plantar psoriasis so what are they allergic contact dermatitis athletes food capillaritis chill blains uh, cracked heels diabetic foot ulcers dyshydrosis erythema multiform exfoliative keratolysis fungal infections gout hand and mouth disease juvenile plantar dermatosis discoid eczema plum, uh, palmar plantar keratoderma photosensitivity psoriasis tinea pedis vitiligo viral warts so all these things have to be considered while uh, considering the treatment for uh, palm or plantar psoriasis or whatever that is pertaining towards the feet so apart from all these uh, diagnoses i have chosen the uh, diagnosis to be as uh, plantar psoriasis and the reason behind uh, choosing it is the two signs that is being depicted in this picture so these are the two crucial signs that is uh, 
available in a soriatic lesion. So one is the candle sign. So as the picture rightly depicts, it is the uh, like if a uh, if a lesion has been uh, scratched or like if it has been irritated by some of the instrument, we feel some candle grease kind of uh, substance is sticking towards that instrument. So that is the candle sign. And uh, telling about the auspice sign, so when the lesions are actually rubbed or uh, if the flakes are being just pulled off, then we can see some bleeding spots on that area. So that is about the auspice sign. So being in an co online consultation with these patients, I could not elicit this individually and uh, personally, but I had told them to do this and uh, elicit me the signs, what they have felt. So they have revealed uh, that uh, this, uh, as per uh, the reports from them, it was found that the candle sign and auspice sign was positive, and that is why I have concluded the diagnosis to be as plantar psoriasis, which is uh, Kshudra Krushta as per Ayurveda. So considering their age and also the palatability of the medications, and it was a chronic condition as well. So in order to convince a patient, having a chronic uh, psoriatic lesion is also a very big, uh, tough situation also. So, uh, considering the palatability issue, I didn't go for some internal administrations also. So, I just opted for some external medications. So, external therapies was, one thing was Trifula Kwata Parisheka, which was done for 30 minutes, followed by Shadadautagrata application. So, the rationality behind choosing Trifula Kwata Parisheka was because of the good properties that Trifula Kwata has. So, Trifula Kwata is considered to be having a very good uh, microbial uh, antimicrobial activity and it is also a good uh, antioxidant so antioxidants are also necessary for keeping the skin healthy so that is one thing another thing is like it is tridoshahara so that is one uh, another aspect it reduces the inflammation anti-inflammatory properties are also there for triflakwata uh, and uh, opting for parisheka so why exactly parisheka was chosen is because Acharyas have mentioned that we need to choose Parisheka when there is Pitta Prakopa. So when there is a Pitta Prakopa condition, we need to choose Parisheka instead of other uh, uh, treatment procedures because that is helping in the Pitta Shamana. So that is it. And it was done for 30 minutes. The rationality behind uh, opting that uh, duration of uh, the treatment was because this helps in two things. One thing is to let the plagues, whichever loose plagues are there on the skin, that will be let off. Another rationality was be behind was behind the thing that uh, Trifila Kwata helps in taking off the plagues and also it helps in softening the hardened uh, areas. So that is one thing uh, behind choosing this uh, Parisheka and that too the span was opted for 30 minutes. So after this Parisheka, I, I was... Uh, telling them to mop the area and also uh, to uh, take it uh, with a dry cloth. So that was done and it was to let to dry out for uh, some minutes like for 10 minutes or so. And after uh, completely drying the lesions, I told them to apply the Shadadautagrita. So the basic reason behind uh, choosing Shadadautagrita specifically is because of the immense uh, properties that they have in Shadadautagrita. So as the name suggests, it is uh, Shadadauta, which is uh, it is 100 times washed with the water. So because of uh, the normal Grita that has been washed 100 times, what happens is like the potency is increased. That is one thing. Another thing is the Shita Virya of the Grita is also being uh, multiplied because of each time the 
agrita is being washed with water it is getting multiplied so that is another reason and the other thing is like shadadatta grita is usually prescribed for pitta shamana and uh, pitta conditions so wherein uh, there are uh, traumas or like if there is uh, some burning sensation so in all these conditions we can uh, suggest uh, this uh, shadadatta grita application so basically in this uh, condition the patients both have revealed about the burning sensation and also the uh, trauma and uh, that was the reason behind choosing this uh, application so see this is the improvement uh, in the patients so both uh, so this is the younger sibling and this is the older sibling so in the younger sibling it was a less severe case so before the uh, treatment uh, procedure it was like this and after the treatment it was almost nil so that was it and the patient has also told that uh, their sleep has improved the pain is uh, no more and they can uh, happily wear the socks and uh, blankets and all these things so when the blanket was removed in the morning they found that the plagues were there previously but now after the treatment uh, they can no more find it so that was the improvements that they have said in person and uh, talking about the elder sibling so he had a more uh, severe case in which there were more uh, thickened uh, scales as well so in this also there was a drastic improvement in the symptoms and also about other symptoms like the burning sensation and uh, the cracking and coming out of these uh, plagues all these have uh, reduced uh, very much uh, uh, in a good way so this is one of the scoring system of uh, plague psoriasis so if the score is zero it is uh, almost the skin is uh, clear then there would be no signs of plague psoriasis and if the score is one it is almost clear and uh, there would be mild erythema and scaling if it is two there is it is coming under the mild category and there may be light pink erythema with minimal scaling with or without pustules and uh, the third uh, score corresponds to the moderate category and in this there might be dull red clearly distinguishable erythema with diffuse scaling some thickening of the skin with or without the fissures with or without the pustule formation all this and in the fourth category it is uh, the severe category so here it might be like deep dark red erythema with obvious and diffuse scaling and thickening as well as numerous fissures with or without the pustule formation so as we have uh, seen in the previous uh, slide so this was a less severe case and this was a this was a more severe case so the grading was actually four in one case and uh, two in one case so both has uh, come down to one and zero so that is the improvement that i have seen so this was uh, just a short uh, case presentation of uh, both uh, the uh, siblings and uh, i had found a, a drastic improvement in the symptoms and uh, all the uh, things that they have they were complaining about just because of this external medications though i have not administered them any of the internal medications i could find uh, very much uh, surprise effects so that is one thing that i have to highlight in this uh, presentation so that is about uh, the whole uh, presentation thank you thank you dr vishnu priya so that was uh, an interesting presentation so that was uh, a good short presentation so these things open up uh, the pathways for many of us to experiment see as uh, already dr vishnu priya has mentioned uh, this case falls under the kshudra kusta so there are variants of Shudra Kusta 11 as many as in number and uh, so it's a confused format to identify and classify the Kusta 
and other mahakusta and kshudra kusta and all those things kshudra means uh, small and uh, kusta means uh, the skin diseases in general so there is another classification called as mahakusta so which are uh, seven in number so maha indicates big or large so probably covering a larger surface area kshudra kusta or uh, smaller lesions may they may be multiple still widespread like psoriasis but the lesions may be smaller so that was the classification done in the shastra that doesn't mean that uh, if the lesions are smaller and less scattered so they are easy to treat many times we find that chudrakustas uh, are very difficult to treat as well so this is a brave attempt one after having uh, seen the patients online so dr vishnupriya has taken a courageous attempt there and they were also kids i think they were 11 years uh, uh, siblings yes. uh, both were 11 years twins no sir uh, one was 11 years another was uh, 13 years 11 and 13 years absolutely so here uh, so it is very interesting to see the age also age in which yes. this uh, uh, why do you think uh, dr vishnupriya that uh, this condition manifested in uh, the kids of 11 years and 13 years and uh, how common it is to see that in the in that particular age group i'll come to the summary of your presentation uh, sir actually uh, i had uh, asked them about their uh, diet uh, patterns so i just asked about like uh, whether they are consuming more of the amla aharas or uh, katu aharas or uh, dadi sevana so none of the things were uh, actually accepted by the patient or patient party as well so they don't consume such kind of things so uh, i just uh, excluded all those uh, causes of uh, psoriasis and uh, kushta and uh, i think like it might be because of the immunity like they have they had some streptococcal infection in the past uh, this one so they had uh, told that uh, there is a streptococcal infection but uh, they don't have any investigation reports that suggest uh, uh, that uh, it is a streptococcal infection so i uh, i think that it might be because of uh, that uh, infections or uh, they reduced immunity that might have triggered this psoriasis in them and uh, both of them were presenting with a similar uh, presentations and i have also also asked about any other positive uh, uh, responses from their family like if they had uh, something that is similar in all this uh, family members but uh, they denied such kind of things like sharing of uh, clothes or like uh, sharing of other things so those things also were uh, denied so i could not uh, trace out any other uh, triggering factors apart from this uh, infection or this reduced immunity that is okay it. so that was a nice information uh, so pradeep you can go ahead and interact with dr sukhi here so uh, if you uh, take the case uh, the treatment part you only applied like parishika and uh, lepana of shatidavikruta but if you th- think about the gati and the marga it's going thiriyak and uh, the bahya marga so would you go with the abhanga and the uh, swedana something like that if you see the gunas uh, like dry and katina kind of thing so do you go with the abhanga or no so uh, here i have dealt about uh, the palmoplantar psoriasis and still in palmoplantar psoriasis there would be presentations in the palms as well but in this particular case it is only defined it is only confined towards the feet aspect so we need not go for a general abhyanga and uh, swedana that is not required and if yes if the patient is cooperating then okay that is also possible but in my case it was uh, actually i didn't wanted to do that and make it a complex thing because it is already a chronic case another thing is they are uh, children they school going kids so 
to follow this on a regular basis is also another tough thing. So I just opted for the local Abhyanga and uh, Swetana. So here uh, you might be thinking about what Swetana I have done. So Swetana has different categories. One of them is this Parisheka. So Parisheka is chosen for Pittaja conditions specifically. Uh, whereas uh, there is no uh, no rule that it should be very much uh, hot in temperature. The liquid that we are pouring for this Parisheka should not be very hot. Instead, we can choose lukewarm or like normal temperature also. It is fine. But the action is the same. So that is it. And Abhyanga, instead of uh, the whole uh, Sarvanga Abhyanga, I have chosen for the local Abhyanga. So this local Abhyanga is done with Shabadautakrita. That's all. I just chose Grita instead of uh, Thailas. The reason behind is because of the good uh, moisture content, uh, content uh, retaining capacity of Grita compared to Thaila. Uh, good answer there. Yeah, coming up to the summary of uh, Dr. Vishnupriya's uh, presentation. So always uh, there is a fear factor uh, when we are dealing with some skin diseases. That too, when the parents have tried a lot and they're not able to get the appreciable results, what they were. So because parents are always concerned about the kids here, uh, the basic intellect of the physician will be challenged. So we will be tempted to use more and more medications like a uh, brisk and fast approach. We also see that the uh, kids in that particular age tolerate well certain medications and uh, also seeing that the age group, uh, the healing will be quicker. So we, we can go with a little aggressive approach with softer medications, seeing the uh, child age group uh, with oral medications, external therapies and a lot more things. Even doctors will be tempted to go to the level of Virechana uh, and other uh, conditions. So this was uh, uh, a brave attempt that's why i called it as a brave attempt just uh, trying to uh, give a parisheka to flush off the flakes and also plenty of trifala has plenty of healing properties shatadauta has magnificent healing properties we know so over the trifala seka so when shatadauta gruta is applied shatadauta gruta is a ghee which has been medicated or washed for 100 times shatadauta 100 times washed uh, so with uh, I'm, not, I'm not going into the details so we can share the uh, medicinal properties later so this is about Shatadotakripta it has immense uh, medicinal properties Trithala Kashaya as uh, Vishnu Priyaji was telling so it is uh, a decoction format which is prepared using Trithala so three basic uh, uh, fruits we use there Terminalia Chibula that is Haritaki, Terminalia Bellerica that is Vibitaki uh, and the very famous Amla or uh, Emblica Officinalis so these three are taken and uh, its decoction is uh, prepared and that decoction is uh, uh, used to wash the wounds. So he here, uh, uh, once again, I want to come back to Dr. Vishnupriya and yes. know how was the kashaya prepared? What, what was the quantity of tifala uh, taken and how much reduction? So because you were not preparing the medicine for the uh, patients, the parents were preparing. So your role will magnify there when you are directing the parents to prepare something and administer it to the kids. So what was the proportion of water taken? What if we are doing Parisheka? You know, Trifala Kashaya can also be taken for internal consumption. When we are doing Parisheka, what quantity of water should be taken in comparison to the drugs or the herbs and how much it shall be reduced? Uh, so uh, there is uh, the format of like, we can always choose the freshly prepared Kashaya. Yes, that is also possible. Otherwise, we can opt for the ready-made kind of uh, Kashayas also. So here I have opted for a Trifala powder that is uh, readily available in the pharmacy and i just uh, told them to mix mix it in the normal uh, lukewarm water uh, 
and just do the parishaka. That was a simple procedure to say it via online uh, medium. That was one thing. Another thing is about uh, the uh, tight schedule that uh, the parents and the students were having. So because of that tight schedule, they may not be able to freshly prepare all those uh, kashaya daily on daily basis. So I opted for this kind of preparation where they will get the trifla powder from the uh, pharmacies and uh, they just have to mix it with the water and uh, do the parishika that was opted. Thank you there, uh, Dr. Vishnu Priya. So that was uh, the format used here. Very simple yes. medications, external therapies, only managed through external therapies. Uh, say the Shastra tells, Ayurveda uh, classics tells that uh, certain diseases in Kusta especially, when we are dealing with skin diseases and complicated skin diseases, be it uh, Shudra Kusta or Maha Kusta, uh, the Shodhana, so that is uh, the uh, body cleansing or the purification, the detoxification, the modern day language uses detoxification for that, flushing out the doshas and uh, also the strengthening the tissues. So much of things are involved into this. Question to uh, Dr. Vishnu Priyaji on behalf of all of us is, why did you uh, think that uh, I'll keep up with the medicines and just try with uh, uh, the external therapy? That was a courageous attempt. So why not even a single medication was uh, included in the format? Was it because uh, it, it was difficult for the parents to administer or uh, at 11 and 13 year age group, you are looking at the palatability and acceptance of the children or the busy schedule of the school children because they might not be able to take uh, the medications. So this question is common to whether a mild cleansing like a Shodhana or like a Nithyavirechana or some medications, oral medications, Kustahara medications. Why did you not think about this? And uh, since you have shown the photographs of the improvised condition also, that was also really appreciable. And uh, what tips did you give to the parents to see that the condition might not recur, like uh, the pre uh, prevention of recurrence of the symptom? What caution did you give to the parents? Uh, sir, I had not opted for uh, any of the internal medications. Uh, that was the, the reason behind that was because of the chronic condition that they have reported. So they had this condition from their two years of age and they're already uh, this one 11 years and 13 years by now. So uh, convincing them to uh, take a treatment or uh, take an internal medication is very tough in this condition and they have already lost their hopes by this uh, Ayurvedic treatments and homeopathic, uh, sorry, not uh, Ayurvedic, allopathic treatments and homeopathic treatments that, have, uh, that they have come across. So they have already lost the hopes. So again, if I give some internal medications, I felt that it is not going to act because the reason is because of the AMA condition and uh, that might be because of their mental stress that they're coming across. We all know in psoriasis conditions, always the mental factor is to be considered. And if at all they are stressed about something, whatever medications we are going to give is not of any use. So I just uh, wanted to convince them and I just wanted to show them that some external therapies can reduce the condition to a little extent. And if at all it is not getting reduced, yes, I'll go for some internal medications as well. I had told this to the patient also, but uh, surprisingly, I got the results from the external therapies itself. And even the pa parents and the students, both uh, uh, children were uh, actually satisfied by this uh, treatment and they were uh, happily uh, telling me the response back. So that was one thing. And um, apart from that, I had told them the advice. Two things that I have advised them to the parents was one thing was the proper mopping up of this uh, Trifala Kwata after the Parisheka is done. Proper mopping has to be done. I, I have told them because if at all some water content is remaining there and on top of that, this Krita is applied. 
then again it is again chances for uh, triggering so this uh, thing so that is why i have told them to mop out the trifala kwatha after the parisheka and ensure that it is properly dried and then only the shatatauta grita is be applied there so that is one thing that i have advised them another thing was about uh, the food so i have told them strictly to avoid all sorts of katu amla uh, foods so uh, whichever that is going to trigger this uh, psoriasis and i have uh, told them to avoid the fish as well specifically prawns prawns and other uh, seafood items which may trigger some immune responses so that also was uh, told to be avoided and uh, uh, the mini uh, minimal uh, consumption of uh, milk and milk products so th that was one another thing just to keep a check so that uh, this is not popping up in between the treatment so they had uh, found some relief after all following all these instructions that is it priya so here uh, dr vishnu priya was mentioning about uh, the avoidance of katu and amla uh, foods so here katu is uh, the pungent uh, type of spicy foods and amla is a sour foods and one more thing uh, so as uh, she said the conditions have worsened so it was a point of concern for the parents to get some sort of the remedy and uh, without uh, inter internal intervention if some external therapies are given so the parents will be happy the kids also will be happy there is nothing like popping up and also uh, drinking some kashayams and other things jayrag puji has asked the question the treatment protocol seems simple will this work even in chronic conditions as well so uh, the condition that we have uh, discussed is al already a chronic condition that is a best example that i have uh, given so uh, a chronic condition in the sense they have this complaint from their 2 years of age so now they are 11 and 13 years so it is actually a chronic condition itself that uh, treatment protocol has worked in it but it may not be same for other uh, individuals because ayurveda still stresses upon the fact that it is individualistic so we have to plan the treatment protocols based on the individuals prakriti agni bala everything so we have to consider all these things and then administer may not be working in other cases but this case yes it has worked yeah so here uh, the indications are very specific uh like uh, as she made a statement that it might not work in other cases in other cases of psoriasis as well that is why we are not trying to understand uh, different types of psoriasis in this particular presentation because it is a case presentation one to one basis dual case study that's what we are trying to study here so we are only uh, focused towards discussion of this particular cases without uh, uh, exploring the depths of the shastra and also understanding its ayurveda equivalents and other things so here is uh, uh, we have a diagnosis uh, dr vishnu priya so when the case came to you was it already diagnosed so because uh, uh, since then they have gone through the modern medications the doctor should have written some diagnosis on the case uh, paper uh, like uh, farmer psoriasis was the uh, diagnosis done or was it treated was it treated as some other condition i don't know sir i have not seen any of the clinical reports because uh, they said like they don't have the reports right now it was uh, done very long and then they had resorted towards homeopathic treatment but still they don't have any of the reports from them also so they had just uh, the uh, pills what they have been taking so that was there and apart from that uh, they said like uh, the nothing is curing it uh, properly that was the only thing that i have i didn't have the clinical reports also so just it was confined towards uh, one a uh, particular area 
and that too it was the feet i just uh, thought about the plantar psoriasis if it was uh, extensively on the body i could have uh, thought about other diagnoses as well but here it was confined towards the feet so i had thought about a uh, plantar psoriasis and the presentation also psoriasis uh, signs like cosmic sign dental grease sign everything was there so i had uh, chosen the psoriasis in it that was that was also really appreciable on your part that you asked parents to do those tests and uh, give the <laughs> yes. best reports for you. Uh, coming back to Jai Raguji's uh, question, two more questions. Uh, I'll club those questions for you, Dr. Vishnupriya. Yes. Also, how many days was the Parishekha done? Like how many days it was done? And what would be the Trifala and water ratio? How much ratio? So these two questions have clubbed it for you. Uh, so here, the Parishekha was done, actually told for uh, seven days. But uh, after by uh, fourth day or fifth day itself, they started noticing some remarkable differences. And after that, <coughs> by the end of uh, one week itself, they had uh, drastic improvement. And that is how the pics have been taken. So that is one week span. After one week uh, span of this treatment, they had uh, remarkable uh, improvement in this uh, symptoms. And apart from this, they are even doing now also. So that is what uh, they are uh, really convinced with the treatment and uh, they said like they'll continue this for uh, some span and later they'll stop this and try whether it is uh, working. So that is one thing and talking about the trifila and water ratio. So here I have already mentioned it is a uh, prepared uh, trifila powder which we have bought uh, which I have told them to buy it from uh, some nearby pharmacy. So that was uh, suitable amount was taken to mix it with the water they have chosen. Like if it is uh, since it is used for parishekha you already know it might be a large amount of water. So based on that and uh, based upon their uh, financial uh, cap capacity they can opt what is the amount. So uh, extremely small amounts can give no effect. So here it is like a half of the packet was taken for each time. So half of the packet was advised in quarter of this bucket and uh, it was mixed. And then I told them to do the parishaka. And I said, if it is possible for them to afford, yeah, they can go for uh, again uh, preparing of another uh, trifala kashaya and do the uh, final parishaka and uh, finish off the procedure. Mop it off and then apply this Shatudavdakrita. That was advised. Second part of the question was uh, trifla and water ratio. So usually if we are uh, trying to prepare for a fresh kashaya, I would say trifla, that is uh, all the uh, three ingredients taken, to be taken as one part. So if one part of this drug is taken, you can take eight parts of uh, or uh, 16 parts of water, reduce it to eight parts. That is also possible. Otherwise, you can take one part of this drug, eight parts of water and then reduce it to fourth one by fourth so uh, sorry one by eighth or one by fourth can be done so that is also possible so there are different uh, ratios for preparing of this kashaya and based on the based on the purpose we are deciding the ratio so here i didn't want to complicate the procedure so i just made, told them to uh, prepare it uh, like this and uh, do it because uh, convincing them through this online consultation is also a very big thing uh, to convince them to tell them this procedure and uh, hearing the procedure itself the patients might uh, patient parties might back off from this uh, treatment so that is one thing so i just didn't want to complicate these things uh, i just uh, gave them the simple procedure that they can follow and uh, one more question related to that is uh, was uh, trifala kwata used parisheka was used cold warm or considerably hot and uh, for how much time it was done in one sitting uh, so it is uh, the warm 
Trifila quata is not advised in this condition. The reason behind because the people, the uh, student, uh, this one, children were complaining about burning sensation, and also there were uh, fissures in that uh, area. So it is very much not advised to, to use the lukewarm water or the warm water. So here I have advised only the normal temperature water and if possible after two three days of doing this procedure I said if possible you can opt for lukewarm water uh, also for this procedure that was advised. Uh, we have a question from uh, Swapnaji. According to Charaka Vaipadika I was about to touch this point uh, so because Vaipadika also manifests in a similar way Pani, Pani Pada's putanam is there so there is cracks and fissures in both hands and feet but one more condition is Tevra Vedana so there will be severe pain in, uh, in this particular condition going to Swapnaji's uh, question according to Charaka Vaipadika is Vata Pitta Hetu but I haven't noticed erythema or inflammatory signs in the picture and also it seems like you have advised uh, the diet and treatments picked up by specifying like anti-pitta diet and treatments just wondering if there were any pitta symptoms so uh vaipatika yes we have to consider about vaipatika itself in this condition it was a vata pitta predominant condition so we have to go for vaipatika itself and uh, talking about uh, the erythema yeah it may not be possible to elicit in the picture maybe because of the light variations that uh, they have uh, encountered while taking this uh, picture so that might be the reason inflammatory signs it is uh, uh, there are two types of inflammatory signs so it might be possible to elicit externally it may not be possible also in this condition there was inflammatory uh, signs like they were telling there was uh, raised uh, temperature and also there was redness they had mentioned and um, they had also mentioned about the burning sensation so that is one thing then also it seems like uh, yes so that is why i have uh, uh, told them to uh, consume the foods that were uh, that was uh, pitta pacifying that is why i have advised them such kind of uh, foods and uh, uh, drinks so uh, talking about the pitta symptoms so in what exactly is the concept about pitta symptoms it is not actually about the redness and all these things the patient was telling like they had burning sensation but is it actually seen outside no it is the patient's feeling what they say so yes they were presenting with most of the pitta symptoms and uh, the redness was also there in the picture uh, in one of the picture it was clearly visible the first uh, picture which i have uh, shown is clearly visible that there was a mild uh, redness and uh, the, both of them were complaining about the burning sensation which is a uh, clearly a sign of uh, pitta Okay, thank you there, uh, Dr. Vishnu Priya. So sometimes uh, we need to see about the Pradhana Dosha and also the Anubandha Dosha. So at the time of our diagnosis, there may be some uh, uh, small Dosha intervention. With the Dosha, which is not a positive uh, Dosha, may also intervene. And sometimes its symptoms may become predominant at the time of diagnosis, like uh, a Vata Kapha condition may have the Pitta symptoms. At the time of our diagnosis, the Pitta inflammatory changes may be there. At that particular time, it is very ideal to address uh, the associated Anubandha Dosha also as much as we are trying to address the Pradhana Dosha. So these things also should be taken into consideration. I think uh, Swapnaji's question has been answered. Sandiji has uh, a question again related to the quantum. Approximately 50 grams of Trifala Churna in one fourth bucket of hot water or 25 grams. 25 is too less. 50 yeah. grams or 100 grams have to be chosen. So mm -hmm. 100 grams it 
it is based upon their uh, this one uh, their affordability of that treatment so i have told them to take half of the packet which they purchase that was uh, advice 25 gram is too less for this condition because they have to do the wash and sunday ji i guess uh, the size of the bucket also matters here uh, <laughs> yes. what type of bucket we are taking so rather than speaking about the bucket we may speak about uh, how many grams to how many how much ml or how much water we need to take uh, that should be uh, so as uh, uh, dr vishnu priya ji said uh, you, you can go with one one into eight so just multiply by eight and uh, use that quantum if you don't understand anything the quantities so that shall be uh, easily done so uh, that answers uh, the question so one more thing uh, dr vishnu priya you said uh, one was at the score of four and another was at the score of two uh, according to the score pattern so uh, did the, the relief also take uh, like the child who was having four score took a longer time for uh, recovery than the child who had to score both pictures were sent on the same days the the first day of uh, treatment both pictures were uh, taken on the same day and the last pictures also was taken on the same day so which reveals that it was it was uh, uh, acting on the same span itself that was the identification okay so so again uh, this ekakusta uh, kitiba vaipadika so many things can be taken into uh, consideration dr uh, shankar and also yes. there is a condition called as charmadala so which is kapha pitta association it also has similar conditions but there will be redness there will be itching there will be oozing as mm -hmm. we see uh, the classical symptoms slight differences between ekakusta kitiba vaipadika charmakusta charmadala and all those conditions uh, my last question is tentatively last question is uh, can we go with this approach in either of these conditions or uh, in which conditions we should not use this combination of uh, your combination of uh, trifala parishekha and shatadauta gruta application seeing that uh, i'll come back to charmadala so here there are more of pitta symptoms as much as kapha so there is uh, there is redness there is uh, uh, what uh, tenderness also sparsha sparsha is there there is oozing uh, also in uh, uh, charmadala yet galatapi so there is separation of the skin also in this particular yes. condition almost like ekakusta uh, kitiba uh, and vaipadika but uh, over severe grade when we see that oozing and tenderness is also there the person doesn't even allow the touch so uh, added question is where do where we shouldn't be using this combination number 1 as a contraindication uh, and if there is oozing if there is some fluid exudes which are coming from that particular lesion can we still use this combination or not if there is oozing or in such kind of conditions we can opt for another kashaya combination which is instead of trifala kashaya i would go for arakuta kashaya so in that cases and i have done it practically so uh, that has a uh, given tremendous uh, uh, improvement in this uh, in the condition where there is itching and uh, also when we need to reduce the erythema kind of conditions so in all these conditions we can give uh, arakuta kashaya arakuta phalamajja kashaya was uh, chosen for that condition so it has given tremendous improvement and uh, i could not take the images of it because uh, it was uh, in the gluteal cleft region so i could not uh, take the images of it but uh, actually the person had told that there is uh, tremendous improvement in that uh, 
uh, medication and that thing and uh, talking about if there is oozing conditions you should not go for uh, gritha applications or any of the things we can opt for marichaditaila or something but still if it is actively there then no it is not advised and uh, once the uh, oozing and all things have uh, reduced or subsided then we can go for marichaditaila combinations otherwise it is not recommended i prefer well uh, so that's also a very interesting uh, answer there uh, dr vishnupriya and uh, uh, see we have seen a very close relationship between kusta and vatarakta in vatarakta conditions also there may be some uh, skin related conditions as we see in kusta and uh, in kusta also there may be joint related conditions as we see in uh, vatarakta these are wide spectrum diseases uh, vatarakta uh, manifesting manifesting with these conditions so can, can we go with this similar because satadota gruta is also appreciably seen in painful and burning conditions as in vatarakta so having some uh, skin related conditions like fissures cracks etc twadgata uh, or uh, so little deep, deeper tissues can we use this combination Or, uh, yes, would you, or would you avoid uh, kashaya? You can go for uh, kashaya. So this kashaya combination can be used. Apart from this, we can go for internal medications as well. If it is more, we can go for internal medications. Any of the blood purification uh, kashayas can be used. Like uh, for example, Mahamanjishadi kashaya is a very good option in this uh, case. And uh, even Guduchi kashaya also helps. But more, I have uh, found effect in. Uh, this one mahamanjishadi kashaya has found uh, very much a good effect and apart from that uh, kanjanara gukulu can be advised and uh, arogya vartini vati also can be advised in such cases it gives good effect thank you dr krishnapriya okay if if the, those two kids were obliging like they were okay with taking oral medications what would your prescription be if they were obliging towards the condition like uh, taking the medications i would go for avipathikara churna can be given in the night time like a half teaspoon uh, with the lukewarm water can be taken in the night times and uh, morning and evening i would advise them to go for uh, mahamajishadi kashaya i think this will give uh, good results because it has proven effects in other patients also this combination so that is a very good uh, prescription but it is very bitter so i don't think uh, the kids might get yes yes that is it so if it is okay for them then yes sure they can go it go for it finally before winding up for the session so one more important point i would like that since we are speaking about kusta we we as ayurvedic doctors might see a creamy component there and yes. uh, especially when dealing with uh, the kids uh, so is it is it wise enough to consider creamy uh, in these conditions might be one of those positive factors or a trigger you are mentioning so many triggers uh, should we should we add up something for the creamy so because it is a general practice that uh, the creamy is a concept which is neglected in the clinical practice and many times the creamy hara medicines will give very good results in the skin conditions yes sir uh, that is also finding a very good uh, effect in treating the psoriasis conditions but here i had uh, asked them particularly whether they are uh, as they are of the child age group i just asked them like uh, are they taking more of the sweet uh, products so they had denied such a history so they were actually going in uh, patya way itself uh, so whatever food histories that i have asked they have denied all those things so i just thought like uh, that that might not be the reason but yes if they are taking more of the leafy vegetables or such kind of food again we have to think about the creamy concept but still that also was uh, denied they don't uh, stick on to some particular kind of foods that was the 
specialty in this family which I have come across. So they didn't uh, stick on to one kind of food. That was the thing. Uh, so I didn't think about the creamy concept there. But yes, uh, in some cases, even that has to be considered while treating the uh, psoriatic cases or skin disorders. So once we do the amapachana, so whatever things that we give for amapachana can act for uh, creamy also. So that is uh, the thing. Thank you, Dr. Vishnupriya. In short, what is your advice to today's kids, the students uh, who are graduating and coming out uh, and having uh, uh, big ideas of practicing Ayurveda, but uh, they, they're not sure where and how to start with? What, As a teacher, Dr. Vishnupriya, so what's your advice to the kids? So my advice would be like, uh, it is not always the slokas that you uh, read about in the uh, in the Samhitas. It is like reading between the lines. Once you read about the sloka, you need to understand what is the practi practical aspect of it. Sometimes it is like a wonder, like you may try out like this. Like uh, you might have read that Arakvata Falamajja is good in Kushta. You need to think like uh, in a broader aspect, like, okay, we'll make some kashaya, we'll try this in kushta. So that uh, researcher should be there inside uh, us. That is one thing. Another thing is like, uh, like apart from the Chikilsa Sutras, there are other things that Acharyas have mentioned, like in Bhavaprakasha uh, text, there is uh, some concise versions of treatments also. So that is also another uh, thing that we can... Uh, test in uh, patients. So every patient is actually a, a test itself. So within five minutes, we have to diagnose the case. We have to uh, design the treatment also. And uh, we have to interpret the results, whatever things are there in their uh, lab reports. Everything has to be done within a span of like five minutes. So it is actually like uh, we should gain more information, both in modern aspects and also Ayurvedic, so that we are well updated about what exactly is the pathology of the disease. And uh, and even if we don't know the pathology also, it's fine. We just have to know what exactly doshas, which doshas are getting vitiated and uh, choose the suitable medication. That is it. So there are formulations and uh, the students don't know how to select the formulations exactly. So there are formulations where there are indications specified. So there is a N number of uh, list which is uh, giving many indications and the students are not able to opt a suitable formulation. The technique behind choosing a formulation will be that combination of diseases. So in case if you find that uh, combination of such diseases in one person, you can opt for that formulation instead of going out with the N number of other medications. You can go with one formulation which can cure all these things at one go. So it is not like prescribing 10 medicines with all those internal medications and all these things, dumping with uh, many medicines and creating more armor to the patient. No, we can make it more concise by giving this uh, one formulation kind of treatment. Thank you. Thank you, there, uh, Dr. Vishnupriya. So I, I guess we have come to the concluding uh, conclusion of the session. So this, uh, from this particular class of Dr. Vishnupriya, is uh, here with the Gurukula, we carry a message uh, like uh, we can be simple, still effective. Thanking all our participants on the EZR of the family and a special thanks to Dr. Vishnupriya. I would like to conclude this session here. So until we meet the next time, so thanks, namaste, and lots of love to everyone. Namaste. Thank you.